the Koi Gig Pod. We were too quick to drop off 3v1. That's been a problem that we actually stopped against Scotland because Neil Fahey stepped in to stop Caroline Weir. Subscribe to the feed in the OTB Sports app now. OTB AM with Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar. A quick tweet here from uh, Gary Neville. Are Chelsea paying 127 million euros for Enzo Fernandez? That's one hell of a price. A very good player, but bloody hell. It does seem as if the Enzo Fernandez to Chelsea is very close to being a done deal on the 3rd of January 2023. Phil Egan's with us. Phil, good morning to you. Morning, lads. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Uh, Gary Neville's a bit right here, isn't it? It's a lot of a lot, a lot of money. Yeah, but Benfica are making a habit of this, of getting some good returns for small investments that they've made. Obviously, they, they cashed in on Darwin Nunes very quickly, and this is even quicker. And look, people would have heard of Fernandez before the, the World Cup, but obviously he announced himself on the world stage then when he, when he came on and, and scored that great goal against Mexico, and then he was an ever-present in a World Cup winning team, so that is going to add to your value. But, yeah, there's a lot of really good midfielders out there. But that is a, a serious price tag. That was your point, wasn't it, with Rashford? Like, after a after a major tournament, if a player does well, you should probably cash in. Benfica are the perfect example mm. of, of a club that does that year in, year out. Yeah, and there they are. They're still in the, the last 16 of the Champions League. They just... This is the way they're, they're built, obviously... Joe Felix was was there as well. They they, they cashed in on him, and, and look what's happened to him since he left. It, it doesn't, you know, you take a risk with with such a, a big price tag. But Chelsea, it was just interesting actually. Keith Tracy was part of the commentary team at Nathan the other day for the the Forest Chelsea game, and I'd have to kind of agree with what he was saying that I don't think Graham Potter will be the manager that gets the best out of Enzo Fernandez because. I don't think he's going to be there that long. Well, uh, I mean, that's just, uh, it could, maybe he could get the best out of him. What what is the best out of him? What what is the ceiling here for Enzo Fernandez? So just to, to clarify, right? They're going to pay 112 million sterling. It's the first ever Premier League deal over 100 million for a single player. They're paying six million over the release clause, so they can pay in instalments. Which is still, I mean, you still have to pay the money, right? You still, it's just like you're amortizing it over a uh, yeah, but you know, it's, longer period of time. Uh, it's easier. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody who likes a direct debit, <laughs> I can tell you, it's a, it's a lot easier to do it that way. Um, but they're getting a, a really good player, and it, it's how how does he cope with how quickly things have moved? How he's gone from being in this Benfica team to people starting to talk about him, then going to a World Cup, winning a World Cup now this massive price tag, and going to new surroundings as well, and going to a new league. What type of player is he? He's just an all-round bloody good player in terms of you know his technical ability, ability in tight spaces. He has we've obviously referenced his goal against Mexico. He has the ability to score good goals as well. So, and what we've seen as well, I know you were talking about Liverpool earlier, where for a good player or a good midfield player in the Premier League, you have to be dynamic and. He has all those attributes. So, uh, because I think people were, if you were looking at Liverpool last night, you'd say they just lack any energy or legs. Whereas that's something he doesn't lack in that department. And they are like Chelsea have good midfielders anyway. I, I, Angelo Conte, they want to 
tie down with a new contract. Exceptional player, but has become more injury prone yeah. over the last couple He's of years. 31. Yeah. You know, you know, I'm a big fan of Kovacic, his technical ability. Jorginho, maybe he's one that they move on now. Um, he has, you know, it took him a while to be accepted by Chelsea fans because when he came in, he was, he was, um, you know, just seen as somebody that came from Napoli. He was part of the package, wasn't he? Mm. Um, Liverpool had been had been linked with Enzo Fernandez and hmm. Jamie Carragher's kind of talking after the match last night that. They have no chance of top four without a new midfielder. Yeah, I'd agree. Yeah, who who like Mateus Nunez is rumored. Bellingham's name. No, like keeps Nunez can't up. sign in January though. Yeah, that's because the point. he would have played for three clubs in a year. Yeah. So they're an absolute shambles in terms of what they're trying to do. Where it's signed and look, this is all stuff that Jamie Carragher said that they've only signed Thiago is the only permanent signing they've made in midfield in the last four and a half years. Well, they put a crazy. lot of faith in the kids. That's the other thing they've done. They've given game time to the kids and they haven't proven to be Premier League winning talent just yet no and, and it's they, a lot to put on kids yeah they, they might well with kids. they might well turn out to be <laughs> really good kids. players at 25 26 27 but at the moment they're being asked to behave and perform like 26 year olds who have you know 300 games Fernandez has played 108 senior club appearances yeah that isn't like their appearances so you know the first 10 or 15 of those might have been like off the bench and um, he's going into a team with Chelsea. Chelsea's a big issue with scoring goals in terms of they've got some really good attacking players, but I even felt under Tuchel that they didn't have that cohesive... Team of Werner was a flop, right? That they, that they had. And yeah. Graham Potter doesn't want Aubameyang there. He wants, you know, he's inherited that, that squad. But he, look, he's inherited some really good players. And midfield, I think, is one area that Chelsea are good. So I think for somebody like... Enzo Fernandez, it's easier for him to settle into that team than is if he came into Liverpool. Liverpool seem to be talking about it. It seems to all be on Jude Bellingham. Honestly, I, I think Liverpool need three midfielders. I think, I don't know. I'd be interested to hear Liverpool fans' thoughts on would they rather three new midfielders or Jude Bellingham? Ideally, they'd want Jude Bellingham plus two midfielders, but <laughs> it doesn't look like that's going to happen. So if it was either or. Like yeah. they're, they're so short in midfield they've absolutely no legs in there yeah. so when I saw that team last night having watched the Leicester game like that result at Brentford last night that is not a shock No, Brentford did the exact same th- thing to them last season and that would be my concern as well for like, like as good a job amazing a job as Klopp has done how was he not prepared for what was coming last night um, to go back to Enzo Fernandez, where will he play? Is he is he a six? Is he an eight? Is he a three midfield? Is it like can you play him as part of a two? Is he, is he yeah, available in all of those? Part, yeah, it depends what Potter wants to do. Uh, Chelsea have changed between three at the back if they go four, but yeah, he can play in any of those roles. As I said he's comfortable in advanced areas. You know, he's he's um, good enough at closing down opposition players as well. So I would never worry about him in any position. He's, he could pl- be a playmaker in terms of a deep role playmaker, which I mentioned, Jorginho as well. So, yeah, I, I think, obviously as well, if you're paying that much money for a player, you'd be hoping that he could play anywhere in midfield. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's mad because like, I don't think anybody thinks Chelsea are going to be in the top four. Or certainly... Uh, right now, you would not the way they're playing at the minute. In no. the conversation at the no, moment, it's no. like, is, is this? Uh, I mean, one player in January. It's early January. In fairness, if they manage to get this done right now, he'll have plenty of time to make an impact. Obviously, the season is 
um, much earlier there's still loads more games than there is like is is this a big enough signing for them to to be back in the top four conversation on the back of this one signing I mean possibly but again I, I think it's a problems. lot of money if he isn't yeah well thing is Chelsea have shown in the past that missing out in Champions League football isn't a big deal for them I know look there's there's new ownership in there but what we've seen since they've come in already is that money isn't an issue yeah. there's still I, I do have to say though that like this is the stereotypical new owner who doesn't understand football mistake where a kid has an incredible World Cup and you're like, I want that, give it to me now, yeah. give it to me now. We can play him and uh, 11 other players, it's going to be great. This just has the hallmarks of Todd Bowley going, I've got all this money in my pockets, they're bulging, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spend, it's 112, I'll give you 118. <laughs> but I, I look, I think regardless of how this signing works out, they still have a really good squad and if they can get themselves a good front player, we, we're led to believe Nkunku is going to be the, mm. the, the guy that they bring in. So Chelsea are always going to attract good players because they pay big money. Top dollar. As I said, I don't know how... Th- it'll be interesting you mentioned Champions League. If Graham Potter doesn't get Champions League, is that the end? Is that it? But Bowley loves Potter. Uh, yeah. And they, they seem to... Well, I mean, they can obviously afford to sack him if they, if they mm. find somebody better, but like... He might love him, but if they're missing out in Champions League football and Chelsea are getting booed off every week, then Bowley is going to have to do something about it. One last thing. Um, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo is going to be unveiled at uh, Al Nasser today. Their Instagram following has exploded, obviously, uh, since his arrival. He's obviously chased the money and good luck to him. But apparently there's a clause. I've only seen this once on Twitter. I have not stacked this up. There is a clause (laughs) that says if Newcastle qualify for the Champions League, he's going to be able to join them on loan. I mean... Oh. Makes sense. Well, uh, we're we're in that zone where you can literally make up anything about uh, Saudi Arabia and football and Ronaldo, and people will be like, "Well, I suppose I could public investment fund money." Yeah. Would it make any sense for Newcastle at all? Absolutely you, zero sense. Like, I mean, doesn't it, mean they it, won't do it. No, I. Do you know what? Or or they'll be forced to do it. Yeah. But see, Newcastle have actually got good football people in place now. Hmm. And this is where maybe they're not going to make the mistakes that you think. Because when you see that they had all this money, you think, who's going to be a manager of Newcastle in a few years? Classic mistake would be bring in someone like Jose Mourinho, which would be not good. Yeah. A classic mistake would be, oh, yeah, let's bring in Ronaldo. We're in the Champions League. Yeah. How, like, what better way to announce we're back in the Champions League by bringing in Cristiano Ronaldo or to make them globally famous you know there's, uh, that's, that's definitely part of the, the deal with Ronaldo is not about football at all it's about the, the power of the brand and I think Newcastle are doing like, Newcastle are ahead of schedule and like they have a big game tonight where they could actually go up to second place and yeah. they've only lost once this season and that was deep in injury time against Liverpool so I think tonight will be a real good indication of, of where they are but they definitely are yeah. a, a lot further ahead of schedule because look they're not going anywhere and I think the difference with them and Manchester City is they have a bigger fan base than, than City did when City started getting the, the big money in. Not so outrageous now to suggest that uh, Newcastle United might finish ahead of Manchester United. Oh, there you go. Not so outrageous, is it? No, <laughs> no, no one's laughing on the other side of the glass there, Colin Buig. Uh, good stuff, Phil. Thanks a million for joining us at very short notice this morning to um, break down the news that it looks like we're going to see a new Premier League transfer record. €127 million, Euros, €113 million sterling. It's insanity, really. But um, Enzo Fernandez is going to be the uh, most highly thought of slash pressurized twenty-one-year-old. I mean, how do you how do you come down from winning the World Cup and then go, okay, yeah, I can I can deal with all this. Either that, or he's going to be the greatest footballer of all time. 
Like, who knows? Uh, f- price tags don't matter. A range of outcomes money. is on the table here. It's all monopoly money. And it's never brought up as well, price tags. Exactly. OTB AM. With Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar. 